Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. Left soldier slump just jumped out the post, dirty glove bastards. You know what it's in for. Right, we got a little soldier slim off the porch with us today. Locked in. Locked and loaded. How you feeling today, bro? I'm great. Yeah, appreciate you coming by, man. I've been rocking with DGB since like 2014. Oh, that's love right there. Yeah. Yeah, your pops was one of my favorite rappers, man. Yeah. So nothing but respect, man. When I was first coming out, you know what I'm saying? I was like one of the first people to show me love. Yeah, definitely, definitely. What are you working on here in Atlanta for this trip? I'm just working on some music, shooting some videos. I just dropped the EP, Return It From The Dark Side. Um, it did cool the first week. Yeah. A couple thousand, you know. It was cool. How often do you get out here to Atlanta to work? Um, I used to come out here a lot. Now my kids just moved out here, so I probably hmm. buy a house out here. You know okay. This might be one another one of my list parts. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. How does working here in Atlanta compare to back home in New Orleans? I mean, I I never really worked in New Orleans. I used to always come to Atlanta and work on music. You know, okay. so like I I work at home, but compared to like going out of town and working, I like coming to Atlanta. I like going to Miami. I like going to LA. Yeah. You know what I'm saying them the only cities I really like to record music in. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what you been up to during the whole quarantine? Been staying I just, productive. I've been working, man. You know, I record myself too, so hmm. I be working. You know what I'm saying? That's what I just be doing most of the time, just grinding, putting that work in. Yeah. Smoking some good weed. <laughs> you know? Yeah. What are you rolling up right there? Man, this is this is an off cut of OG rents. 
Hmm. But it's fire, though. You know what I'm saying? It's just somebody else grew up. And yeah. they come from the original runs, people. Yeah, and you got a you got a couple of your own strains, right? Yeah. yeah. Which ones you got? I got the Soldier Slim, the Boss Man Superior OG, and I got um this. It's a special. It's called Midnight, but it's like a biscotti gushes cross. You know what oh, I'm sure. saying? Hmm. Some you, exotics. Yeah. You know. What do you prefer to smoke? Is it the Indicas, like the OGs? Yeah. 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 That's what I prefer to smoke. Like I just in this jar, I just had. A mixture, because I just came back from LA like on Thursday or Friday. Hmm. I had a mixture. I had an ounce and a half of gelato. I had an ounce of alien OG. I had oh, an shit. ounce of birthday cake. And I just mixed it all together, you know, <laughs> smoke pieces, piece by piece. Yeah, I got you. All right, so uh, what's life like in Uptown? Right now? Yeah. Like quarantine life Uptown? Uh, well, before quarantine. quarantine. Yeah. Um. You know, streets, <laughs> yeah, killing, drugs, you know, regular. I try to stay away now. I'm a little older now. Okay. So I try to be on the move. I be focused on, you know, getting my money. Mm-hmm. I pass back and holler, but, you know, for the most part, everybody on grown man time, everybody trying to do something with themselves, you know. Yeah. The streets really kind of played out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Has Uptown changed much since you, when you were younger to now? Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Drastically. Hmm. Drastically. Is that because of Katrina? I don't know if it was Katrina. All the real OGs dying. Like, hmm. a lot of OGs who was left. A lot of them was rats. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. A lot of them was nobodies. A lot of them was not, you know, bombs. Like, you know, it was just our whole culture just got messed up hmm. yeah as a whole like a lot of majority of the real ogs who was holding the city down and really like making a change in neighborhoods died hmm. or went to jail for a long time you know what I'm saying? yeah kind of went downhill after that yeah, yeah. how old were you like that everywhere though right yeah pretty much yeah yep how old were you when you first jumped off the ports um I really can't say because, like, my life, I've been out the porch my whole life for real. Hmm. Like, I ain't just jump out the porch and be like, I'm going to start doing it. But my first street encounter, I was, like, seven years old. Oh, shit. They had these niggas hustling. And I used to stay in, them, stayed in these apartments, these projects. This is, like, I wasn't seven. I probably was, like, nine. Hmm. But this is, like, right out of Katrina. Um, and these dudes hustling, they used to keep their drug stashed and like little stuff on the side of the street and shit. <laughs> so I found this nigga stash, took his stash, <laughs> took it to my mama. My mama never was doing anything, you know what I'm saying? So the nigga followed me though, he followed me home, you feel oh, me? Shit. And told my mama, like, nah, I think your son just, you know? <laughs> she was like, nah, but she had it. <laughs> she ended up giving it back to him because she was like, well, I need to take your pet and shit, you know what I'm uh-huh. saying? But that was like my first, for real, like my first. Count on the streets. Hmm. Took a nigga shit. Did you even know what you were taking? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, gotcha. I knew it was. That's why I took it. Hmm. I just ain't know how to sell it. Or how I was gonna sell it, so I took it to my mama. Hmm. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Who were some of the OGs that raised you in the streets? All my OGs. I really be around. Where I really was 
around like C, I was around C, BG number lot, you know what I'm saying, Juve. Like, I was really it. Hmm. I always looked up to Birdman them because of what they was doing, but I was never really around them like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that was like my main influences. And like, you know, just all through the years, man, she murder kept in contact. You know what I'm saying? It was like, this raised me when I got up later in life, when me and Jew when me and Jew really started just building a bond, building a relationship, I was like 15. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He was bringing me into music because I was trying to get into music. Mm-hmm. He wasn't really, but he was just bringing me around it, you know what I'm saying? Letting me feel the vibe and trying to see what I was going to do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And you went and even uh, visited C Murder and back in prison, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How often do you go out there and see him? I can't go see him no more. Like that was that was before I started. Like I was I used to go see him and then I, I caught this charge. Hmm. Now I couldn't go see him, so I had to wait till I got off the paper. And then right out right when I after that picture, I caught another charge. Oh, so shit. I couldn't go see him no more and that shit. I just went to jail again. Hmm. It's like I go to jail every year. That should be crazy. That's why I be trying to get out in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Do you communicate with them over the phone or through uh, letters now? I got JP. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, you just through JP. I just saw my OGs, my daddy's best friends. Well, majority of his best friends did, but like one of them still alive, Lago Black, Lago Black. I be just them through JP. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I keep my JP straight. Okay. It's just because. I know the light. I know the the life I'm in. You know what I'm saying. I know how I was brought up in this shit. Yeah. And your pops passed away when you were what eight? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you understand what was happening when he had first passed away? I was eight. Like around eight. This was around the time when I'm telling you about I took the nigga shit when I was hmm. on the bike. Like I knew what was going on. Like, like I've been finding guns and shit around the house. I was like five. You know oh shit. Hmm. Like I grew up infatuated with guns. Like my parents used to buy me. Toy guns, you know what I'm saying? It's just a part of my life. Yeah. You know? What's some of your fondest memories you have of you and your dad? If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Just like concerts and shit, like Teen Summit 2003. That was my first time seeing Wayne ever perform. Mm. Teen Summit 2003. But like, you know how my dad was a, a lot of people's favorite rapper. Yeah. At the time I was young, I didn't really understand it. So he wasn't my favorite rapper really at the time. He was my daddy, so I ain't really, you know what I'm saying? I didn't really understand like, what, it, what was really going on at the time. I just knew, like, shit, my daddy be doing concerts and shit, too. <laughs> he had a concert with Lil Wayne, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, but as I grew older and start really understanding what he was talking about, you know, it, it grew more into my life. Like, Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go! Let's go! Show up on day one. Work out with us for 30 minutes. Feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. Three weeks? Five workouts a week. We're a body, and we call that a body block. You pick the block, and you're going to love the experience. On week four, this part is really important. Take the week off. Seriously, we mean it. Rest. Go on vacation. Or try something new. Maybe some yoga. Notice you're not holding on to any tension here. Or a dance class. Get sexy with it, daddy. You do you. And then start again. Be committed to this process. Choose a new body block each month. Get a new challenge each month. Have fun every day. 
Avoid burnout. You're not going to quit on yourself today. This is how you reach your goals. You win? There is nothing that we can't do if we work together. Sign up for your first body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I.com. Are you ready to get started? It start putting my puzzles puzzle and shit together. And what I had going on, what I was trying to figure out. What is your dad's legacy in New Orleans? In New Orleans? Man. His legacy is a lot. Actually, like, he got a lot. He got a street legacy. He got a rap legacy. You know what I'm saying? He ain't, ain't nobody came close to being the king of New Orleans since. That's what I'm going to say. That. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Even Master P compared him to a down south Tupac. Yeah, Master P, because he know, you know what I'm saying? Master P, a, a great businessman. I look up to Master P just because of what he accomplished coming from where he came from, you know what I'm saying? I, mean, I don't got nothing to do with, you know, story, just what he accomplished coming from where he come from. That's the same thing with Barry Man and Slim, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I look up to them because of what they accomplished coming from where we came from. Like, I'm trying to do the same thing. Yeah, you know? that's real. Yeah, I know your dad's got the mural out there and everything in New Orleans. Yeah. Do you drive by it often? I mean, yeah, I, I visit. I visit most of them. You talking about like the paintings on the wall? Yeah. The mirrors. <laughs> it, it's three of them now. Oh, really? Okay. Three. Yeah, but you know, like it is the one I be at is uptown. It's right on the back of Chicken and Watermelon. Chicken and Watermelon. Yeah. Like you remember Skip used to ride with Juvenile? Mm-hmm. And that's one of my OGs. So okay. he owned Chicken and Watermelon. You know hmm. what I'm saying? That's his little spot. But the paint, the mural on the back of his spot, you know, so we'd be up there, like, it'd be in, like, common spots that we'd be at, like, the other one downtown, a successful fire spot. He'll hustle out the city, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, areas where people go and mutually meet up at. Yeah. yeah. So I visit him a lot. Yeah. I really, like, the older I got, the more, the more I got into trying to be more emotional about the situation, you know what I'm saying? Because he ain't never really like, I'm not an emotional, I'm not an emotional type person. I'm not somebody who really deal with emotions, you know what I'm saying? I just push it to the side. Hmm. So I kind of been dealing with it a little more, you know what I'm saying? Visiting murals, like going to graves, going to his grave site, you know what I'm saying? Like I went, I used to go, but I just used to go and just post up, you know what I'm saying? Like I go post up, chill, smoke a blunt, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just vibe out for a second. I'm kind of like getting more into that now. Yeah. And uh, you didn't start rapping until you were in high school. Is that right? Probably a little after that. A little after I mean, that, really. I was rapping, but I wasn't rapping for real. Like, I, I probably tried some shit here and there, but I wasn't really rapping. You know what I'm saying? Then, but like, yeah, like a little after high school, probably like 12th grade. I started getting more into it. I want to buy equipment. I want to buy my own shit. You know what I'm saying? And I met partners and shit who pushed me more into it. Like my partner Trey, he pushed me more into it. Like he he put me on the song "Rich the Kid." That was when I first started rapping. Oh yeah, you know I mean? yeah, that was hmm. a long time ago. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Did it come natural to you? Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't hard because it was something I was always around. I was always interested in doing. I always tried it. So it was like when it was time, it was like, oh, now I got to really perfect it and just build it up and see how I really want to come. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The negative commentary really used to blow me a lot, but I kind of got past that shit too. Hmm. 
Do you feel any type of pressure to like live up to your father's rap legacy? See, that's the whole thing. They try to push me to that, but I don't pay that shit no attention no more. I used to let that shit bother me because hmm. um, that ain't what I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? So you can't push me into some shit I'm not trying to do for you, for what you want. Hmm. Don't work like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just, if I do that, then that's me going against me being a real nigga of myself. Like, it don't even got nothing to do with my dad and his son. None of that. That's just me going against me being, I'm going against myself, who I really am. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did you, as your rap name, did you always go by Little Soldier Slim? Or did you have nah, something before that? I wanted to change it so many times. <laughs> they, bro, like, my people in my circle, they used to tell me, like, this don't change your name, because then you got to start all the way over. You already done. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? You you, you did it, not Like, you got to do all your paperwork over. You got to re, just recreate a whole new artist. So they was like, don't do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just didn't do it, but I always wanted to, because just because of, I felt like that was the reason, that was the reason I gave them to want to feel like, oh, I'm gonna come just like my dad. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. That's not, that's really the only reason I wanted to change it, but I wasn't, uh, hmm. I mean, it's cool, Lasota Slim. I just been Lasota Slim my whole life. Like that man named Adara, my name Adara, you feel me? Like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm Lasota Slim. Hmm. I can't, that's just, that's just who I was growing up. You know what I'm saying? So. What's the music scene like in New Orleans right now? Man, we need help. Man, we need help. If they'll come help us, hmm. we'll be popping. We got hard hitters. We got great music, great yeah. producers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's... People be like, the music scene trash. We don't have no artists. No, we got artists, young people. Like, we ain't talking about no old people. We talking about young people. 20, 19, they can rap. They really know how to make music. They really know how to do play instruments, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we got great talent, you know what I'm saying? But we don't get no platform, we don't get put out. Hmm. You know? Like, a lot of people look at me and they be like, well, you the person who get the most, who get the most output on here, me and Nino Calvin, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, y'all touch more platforms than anybody else from the city, but we just grinding. Hmm. It's like, you know, we can't, we trying to bring stuff back, but everybody got to really just, I don't know. I felt like if our head labels came back to the city and grabbed new artists, artists and put groups together and really pushed them back out like how they did then, yeah. then we'll be straight, hmm. you know, because it, it's possible. Yeah. Birdman, them still signing people. Oh, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's possible. But they, they do be signing people in my city like D-Mike. D-Mike signed the cash money. You know what I'm saying? He from the city. Mm -hmm. you know, he just got signed like last year. Yeah. So, you know. Why do you think New Orleans uh, artists are so overlooked now? Didn't it used to be like that back in the day? It it didn't. I think I think it's the negativity that New Orleans artists bring to the music industry. What they, they that they brought to the music industry. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Think. It was like a lot of times where you know, we used to have labels in our city that stationed in our city. Mm -hmm. But so many of our artists was dying when they say give them people money. You know what I'm saying? Them, them people fucked up millions of dollars on artists that died. Yeah. So it's like, man, we not. We already know what that's about. They're not going to want to leave their city. They're going to run the one. You know, they're going to want to run it the way they want to run it. Hmm. They not. But it's really not like that with us. Because you come to New Orleans and give us opportunities. Look, come to L.A. Stay in L.A. for a year and six months. Everything paid for. All you got to do is go to the studio and come back home. We're going to cut you a check. 
I could count 20 people on my hand right now that's going, you know what I'm saying? They don't care what the contract look like. They looking for the opportunity to get out of the world. That's like, that's where, that's what's going, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. we're not getting no offers like that. Hmm. So it's money to be made. Mm. What do you think it's going to take to get over that hump to where it's they will take, start investing? It's going to take for me to get on. And I already, I'm already got got it mapped out to put everything back on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm working on my second studio. I had a studio. It got raided by SWAT, so we shut that down. Oh, shit. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But... I'm working on my second studio, like, and it's really to bring the city together because I could go anywhere and record. I way in LA recording the best studios with Young Boy and the Baby them be recording. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm doing this for a foundation. Like, it's bigger than just me. Like, I started a media and production company called Neutral Grounds. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but I only did it to put me and my partners and other artists that hmm. I really liked out the city on the platform. You know what hmm. I'm saying? And we yeah. built our platform up like. Our YouTube, like 31,000 subscribers. Yeah. We, we only had it like a year and a half. Oh, shit. You know? so. Yeah, I didn't know you were behind that. I, yeah. I fuck with that uh, that brand. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Me and Dr. Clips. That's one of my partners. Me and him, he wasn't even shooting videos. I was the first artist he started shooting. Hmm. And we just, you know, yeah. worked together. Just built. We're trying to build, you know? Why'd they raid your studio? Man, why did they raid my? Why did they raid that studio? <laughs> I think, you know, you ever heard of Ludine? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, my boy. Yeah, look, Ludine was in the studio on live with a gun or something. Something crazy. <laughs> for real. Like, local shooter. <laughs> local, your local shooter. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, like, that's, that's one of my problems. Like, you know, like, we got talent in our city. Like, we mm -hmm. got people who, you know, make moves. Like, and we, that's, that's the whole point of our studio. To bring the artists who really could go reach other artists and bring us all together and all us could touch everything and really like get our city outside. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And build it up. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's really but, dope that you, uh, Young Juvie, Juvenile Son, and even BG Son, T.Y., you guys are all really cool. You all rap together, even in, in a group together with uh, Nino. Yeah, we come up together to like, you know, before we was even rapping together. Yeah. We was partners. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think rap has ever seen a dynamic like that where you got three. They need, they need to give us a real chance. Hmm. If we really had some real money behind us, it'll go down. Because hmm. we sitting on music ourselves. Like, I got a, in my car right now, I got a hard drive, the whole Ghetto Children album. Oh, shit. I can drop it right now. Hmm. But it's like, how do I go about doing that with it? Not having the correct funds to really push it the way I would want to push it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the labels, they do something different than what an independent artist could do. Hmm. So you're just kind of looking for the proper distribution for that one. I mean, right now, I distribute solo through So South. Okay. You ever heard of So South? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I distribute solo through them. Okay. Know, shout out to So South. But... Well, this my EP that I just dropped, Returning from the Dark Side, was my first time putting something out through them. But okay, I like I like the process. You know what I'm saying? I like the percentages. It's a good relationship. It's the office I can go to and get my music out. Yeah, you know? so it's cool. Yeah, let's talk about that EP. Um, the title. Your dad had an EP called The Dark Side. Yeah, but look, 
I wasn't thinking about that when I named that. Really? Name. Like, I wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> really? I be in my own, like, hmm. hey, my girl, I've been in my own world. Like, I'm in my own lane. I'm focused. Hmm. Like, I be listening to his music, and sometimes not make music. Like, sometimes on my way to the studio, I might bump Soldier Snuffle out because it's going to give me the inspiration that I need to go make the type of music I'm trying to. But at the same time, I don't listen to him a lot no more either. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't even thinking about that until I did it. I was like, yeah. I really named my last project, my last album I dropped last year, 20, it was 2019, February, was um, Slim Reaper. Okay. It was an album. You know what I'm saying? So Slim Reaper was a dog, you know, that's a dog name. They had a dog cover. So it was like returning from the dark side huh. because I was going <laughs> to drop Streets Code 2 next. That's what's coming next. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So Soft already got that. You put that in words right now, drop that. So okay. that's really how that came about. They wasn't even thinking about his CD <laughs> name, the dark side. It's crazy because it'd be a lot of stuff he be rapping about. I done went through. I ain't, ain't like that. I'm going through it right now. It'd be like, man, I went through that two years ago. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't even pay attention to that. You know what I'm hmm. saying? To just now when I'm listening to it. Yeah. And your style isn't really like your dad's style. You know, you don't sound like him. I don't try to. Yeah. I'm saying I don't. I don't go with that approach. Uh, which single do you plan to push from uh, Returning from the Dark Side? Well, the song that's catching the most ears is, um, I forgot the name of it. It's featuring Turk, <laughs> Hotboy Turk. Paper Chasing. Paper Chasing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm <featuring>, on it. <laughs> it's featuring Hotboy Turk, but that's the song that's getting the most ears. So that's probably what I push first. Hmm. The song that I liked it the most on the CD was. Probably Duck Duck. Oh, yeah? Duck Duck been my favorite song. I had that song like two years. Really? Yeah, like I used to play it for myself. Like it was one of my favorite songs. <laughs> Why'd you hold it so long? I tried to destroy it um, through United Masters, why I did destroy it. But it didn't, ain't nobody bite on it. Like I posted huh. it on my Instagram, ain't nobody listened to it. Like yeah, no streams. It really did probably like, I probably made like $7 off of it. Feel <laughs> me? So I was like, damn, like I ain't never made, not made no money on no music. Hmm. So I ain't never put it out. And then when it came back, it was supposed to go on Slim Reaper. Hmm. But I didn't put it on the, when it came to this, I was like, I'm putting it on this. It's perfect. Then I already had a video that was done. I got to put that out too. Okay. Do you plan to shoot a video for the song with Turk as well? Yeah, I was trying to shoot it ASAP, but he was scared to come outside. <laughs> the quarantine? The coronavirus over. <laughs> Man, that shit might not never be over. He's going to wait over. I'm trying to work. <laughs> Did you record that song in the studio with him or did you nah, just send it to him? I that shit at our crib. My crib, his crib. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Straight yeah. to the engineer. Hmm. And it's crazy because look, he sent me back the rough cut and I ain't like it. Really? I was like, man, this shit, what? <laughs> he wrong with that. But once it got mixed, I was like, oh, it flowed. Like, because it just didn't sound good when it was the rough cut. Huh. How far back does the relationship with Turk go? Um, Turk is my daddy's little sister, cousin on her daddy's side. Oh, shit. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, huh. I've been knowing these people my whole life. People know hmm. me, watch me grow up. You know? Yeah. So it ain't like, when did I meet him? We built that relationship. No, it'd be like, nigga, I've been knowing you since you was in your mama's stomach. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, them type of relationships, like, it really is like that with a lot of people moving hmm. black. It's a lot of people, really? you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm hmm. just trying to think of people that's that's alive that many people might know. But it's like, 
people been knowing me since I was, um, you know, since I can remember. Yeah. Even had uh, Trinity on the album, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, Trinity. That shit broke my heart. That's really the only thing I really had left to guide me in music. Hmm. So, Did you guys record that song together? Yeah. Okay. We recorded Boo. We got Boo Crew shit. We were supposed to drop a CD. And he, he, he was so mad because he was like, and you playing, but I'm in California. Matter of fact, I wasn't even in California. I was in Oregon at the time. Hmm. I'm in Oregon. I'm telling him, like, I'm not worried about no music. I'm worried about my crop. You feel yeah. me? <laughs> if this go wrong, then we ain't never rapping no more. <laughs> if we have no money. So, but yeah, man, he was on me about driving. I still should, I still need a job. Hmm. You mentioned uh, Streets Cold too. That's the next project? Streets Cold too, my next project. Hmm. I got this single I'm gonna push out the car, Gangsta Chick. Hmm. Gangsta Bitch. My, the clean version will be Gangsta Chick. How is this project going to differ from uh, Returning from the Dark Side? Um, we got a lot of more songs. Yeah. yeah. So it's not an EP, it's a full no, LP. Yeah, I got like 17 songs. Okay. So I'm gonna give them a full project. Yeah. Cause you know, Streets Code was an EP. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give them a full project, Streets Code too. Okay. And then I got, I had dropped, well, I'll try to make it an EP, but it came out as a single, cause I guess it go by timing, but it was three songs. It was called um, The Streets Raising 1.5. So I'm gonna take that down, take them three songs and put, Four more songs with it, with the same producer, and just make that a full EP and just do the streets raising reloaded. Okay, I'm gonna have that out by September. Hmm. Who's know. the producer you work with on that one? Um, Lil Reese. Okay, from San Francisco, so it's fire California vibes. Hmm. You know what I'm saying, but he got like he got that Master P, KLC California. Oh yeah, yeah, it's fire. Like hmm. he got a fire swag with him, Lil hmm. Reese. Night. I'm working with Larice, um, Dham, Dham Beats. Um, what other producer I'm doing? Oh, Marcus Music. Okay. Marcus, Marcus Killing the Beat, man. Marcus got so many. Man, we probably got 70 songs together. Oh, shit. Rare. Like, <laughs> I just be hitting them up, like, I'm going to the studio today. I'm going to the studio today. And I probably <laughs> go to the studio for nine weeks straight. But this like over the, the last year, you know what I'm saying? And I was going to jail and shit, like crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Being caught up in the streets, but I always invested in music. Yeah. And uh, you got your own label, Cutthroat to the Bone, right? Cutthroat to the Bone. Yeah. Just kind of play off of a uh, Cutthroat committee. You know? Yeah. You got, you got any other artists signed right now? Um, nah. Am I gonna sign artists? Yeah, I'm gonna sign a couple artists. Once I get them, I gotta be able to offer them something. I don't just wanna like sign. I don't wanna sign the artist and I can't, you know, we going off of maybe this can happen. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I can give me a DGB interview, but maybe I can get my artist one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't want it to be that type of situation. So I never reached out to it. But I have a couple artists that I tried to like help with projects and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, you can record in my studio, like, mm-hmm. just, you know, give me a little percentage, but let me help you, let me guide you, show you how to promote it, you know what I'm saying? Reach out to a couple of people. I have tried to do that. Okay. Are they located in New Orleans too? The artists? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, I be trying to help artists and where I'm from. I try to help other artists too, mm-hmm. you know, but it be mainly about the artists where I'm from because we the people who don't have a life, you know what I'm saying? We got a black cloud over us, you know, like, hmm. 
Uh, how many kids you got now? I'm about to have three. Third one on the way? Yeah. That's it. Congrats. What has being a father taught you about life? Patience. I'm still kind of impatient. It, it taught me you got to be stable in life. Feel me? I used to be bouncing around a lot, and I still catch myself trying to bounce around a lot. And I'd be like, man, I can't do that. Like, I got kids. Even though they don't live with me, you know what I'm saying? They live with their mom, but I still, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What else you got working on right now? Man, I'm trying to I'm trying to get a movie in works. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm trying to buy this house in Atlanta. Hmm. I just bought some property in Mississippi. Oh, really? Hmm. I'm trying to build a little fortress. Fortress. For real. I, I, for real, people think I'm, they be laughing like, you know, with the ATVs, 30 bikes in the back, no, that's guns, anybody, if I need to go duck off, if I go duck off there, they come looking for me. I'm going to be able to blow the yards up around me. You know what I'm saying? Crazy shit. Yeah, land's probably pretty cheaper out there than. Yeah. I mean, I ain't spend that much on the land, so why not play with it? Do whatever hmm. I want. Yeah. But, right? Yeah. All right, Soldier, any last words or shout-outs before we get you out of here? Nah. Oh, shout-outs? Yeah, shout-out all my OGs. Um, shout-out you. Hmm. Feel me, Hayes? Shout-out Hayes. Shout-out Dre. Yeah. And Dre been locked in a long time. Okay. Shout-out Dirty Glove Bastards, period. You what know? does Dirty Glove Bastard mean to you, man? What it mean to me? Yeah. Family. Hmm. Feel me? Straight up. Y'all showed me a lot of love. Hopefully y'all get a project, hmm. you know, whenever y'all ready. Nah, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll make that happen. The soldier, where you been? I've been low key, I've been chilling on the road, getting it and ducking the police. If you know me, then you know I keep it on me. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.